Let's Let's get back to another round of Bruise Day Tuesday with Drez and Big Nate. I do love that sound. It's the sound of goodness on a Bruise Day Tuesday brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. My name is Drez. Big Nate is here with me. We're drinking beers. That I brought back from my RV trip. And if you look at this one, oh, Maine Farms provide part of this grist used, uh, part of the grist used in this product. Well, that's good to know. So this beer is from Maine. Foundation Brewing Company. I just popped their Galacticon, which as I alluded to, this is, or sorry, this is a double dry hopped, triple India Pale Ale, 9.2%. So... As I mentioned, I went to countless, I bet I could count. I could figure it out. I could scroll the untapped app or whatever. It's not countless. It's just- I don't know the count. I don't want to count. Yeah. Haven't counted. Went to a number of breweries, and I think this one was the one that I, there was a real standout to me, just beer quality wise. You know, like anytime, sometimes the beer might taste better because of the situation, the company. So full disclosure, I went to this- Brewery with Mabibi, of course. Huck was with us on this part of the trip. This is where we met up in Maine. So Huck, Liz, and then another friend, uh, another couple from the Beer Bloggers Conference that I hadn't seen in years Years. since we went and did that in DC when we went to Vanish and all that. So might you know might have been slightly skewed. Although I mean the beer contested because I mean we'll try this beer now and that's not the not the situation. But this is up in. Portland, Maine, and we went there because we actually went to Allagash, which is a staple, yeah. a big one that we was on the list to do. So Huck and I went there, and BB was still having to work, so we always were always working, always working that one. So we were drinking there, and then I quickly realized I was like, the beers here aren't there aren't a lot that BB would really like, and we had been there long enough, and honestly, a lot of them I had already had because it's Allagash; they're pretty well distributed, yeah. so. I had already tried like the ones I wanted to try. So I was like, well, let's go to another nearby brewery because where Allagash is, which I didn't realize this, within walking distance, there are about five, six, maybe even seven breweries. Like, I mean, within the same block, basically. This foundation brewing company, I'm pretty sure there are three breweries in a row. It's basically brewery, brewery, brewery in the same building. I always, I mean, I always love places like, like, like Asheville's notorious. Like they've got their genius brewery. Like, Absolutely, because you're gonna do it. it. It's good for the tourism. It's good for the uh, for the breweries because I mean you can set up like a. All right, so go see my buddies over at Foundation, for instance. And I was even thinking about that. I was like, I wonder if they do some sort of a. You gotta work. Here's together. a punch card. You get go get yeah. a tasting at each, and then you know or whatever. Or give you you a get hat a, or something. Yeah, like, I don't know something where you can all kind of get in bed together. But I guess you almost don't need to. But. Because at first I was like, man, this it must be tough for business. But no, really, it makes it, it helps everybody out because you're going to come here. You'll hop to this brewery for this. But I think the key is to have different styles. Yeah. Maybe, so Maybe don't do something that's going to be a direct competitor. Like, like for instance, I mean, you wouldn't want Budweiser and Coors opening up right next to each other. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think with craft brewing, it's it, it, it's much more of a community. So I think it'd be fair. So like I said, foundation was was... 
to me, really a standout brewery. I, I maybe should have bought, I did buy quite a bit of their beer, but I might have should have looked at the t-shirt. I, Hug, Hug buys a shirt everywhere and stuff, so I know he got a shirt and whatnot, but I, I don't really even remember. He, I think by then I was pretty toasted. He has an absurd amount of shirts, mm-hmm. so much so that there were like several episodes oh of uh, of Bruce Day Tuesday when you were out on the big RV trip that like he would come in with <clears throat> his wardrobe and my wardrobe, and it's like, He's like, here, you Dude, wear this one. You, you wear yeah, that. you you got more shirts than Cher. What are you doing? Dude, he's, yeah. He yeah. cracks me up. I mean, it, it, it's fine because. I got a lot of shirts too, but he's different level. Like I've, I've got a ton of t-shirts that like have just been retired and are sitting in my closet and the wife's like, well, let's get rid of those. They're going to be a quilt someday. Yeah, you don't do that. Like I'm just going to make a big t-shirt quilt, but that's. Irrelevant. I my just, mom always talks about trying to do a t-shirt, but like it would be tough for me to cut them up because then you know be, you'll never get to wear them It would again. have to be done. And I know there are companies that do it. You mail it to them and let them do it. Oh, well, my mom can make it fantastic. Yeah. She's, she's done it. I, I've had it done. I've had it done with Virginia Tech shirts. Like, so I have a Virginia Tech t-shirt quilt, which is cool. But man, like to cut up, because I have a bunch of Nirvana shirts that I don't. Really, that I have retired because I've worn them so much that they're yeah. like so faded and whatever. So she's thrown that out there. And then, of course, all the concert. Because also, you know, I don't wear a XL anymore. So I have a ton of shirts that have just been packed away. I think that's probably the vast majority of my team. Man, this is probably large. So that would make sense. But I have all these shirts that aren't even in the closet anymore. They're tucked up in a duffel bag in the basement or whatever, you know, hopefully not getting moldy. Did you hear Bruce Day Tuesday? There was some hot quilt talk. Mm-hmm. Those t-shirt quilts, they're all the rage. I, I kind of want one. We haven't even gotten to yours. <laughs> so what I mean, are you drinking? I, I've got foundation, obviously. This is the, uh, I, I don't know if I love the label, but uh, it's Sparks Joy, which of course is a reference to Marie Kondo. So you got naturally, Marie Kondo, if you don't know, is a uh, Japanese expert on cleaning and, and simplifying your life. and her phrase when getting people to eliminate stuff from their lives, hoarding clutter. Does it bring like you joy? Does it spark joy? So sparks joy sparks, obviously uh, for those of you not in the know, my last name, but the dragon feels a little racist. I don't know. It's because it's too stereotypically <laughs> seems, Asian. Seems a little, and, and you get the Japanese cherry blossoms, but it is a beautiful label. It's got my last name right on there. I'm going to save it, I think, and it'll go on the door and we just won't talk about it. Did you uh, notice the it's bark? A Okay. Oh, sorry. yeah. I'll, I'll get to the bar. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you did. Who, who, look who I'm talking but, to. Of course, you notice every little bit in distinction. They got of the- actually one of the more clever barcodes I've I, I've seen. Usually, they try and like do the thicker lines and try and make the state. They actually just went ahead and punched the whole state of Maine out of the barcode. And it's elegant. I also love the way that they pattern their labels. You got the white portion, and and they're using the uh, the negative space really well. So I I think. The beer may spark some joy. We'll see. We shall see. Speaking of sparks, there were some sparks that did not cause joy on the RV trip. So back to the last segment when we were drinking the smoke uh, Smoketown beer. That was our last stop on the trip. The trip did get cut slightly short. We were having some issues with our uh, breaker box. You know, it was pretty damn hot. So we were running the AC a lot more than usual. So I don't know if that was part of it. I don't know if it was uh, the heat, but our breaker box was getting very hot and tripping a bit frequently. 
And then towards the end of the trip, it was getting hot and tripping and starting to also smell a bit. Burnt plastic and rubber. Like burnt plastic and rubber and stuff. So finally, you know, it's tripping like crazy. We're at this last stop. And I'm even, you know, we actually didn't even need power at the last stop because we were so nervous to plug it in and, and do anything. We mess it like I'm down there. I'm not an electrician. And this is the kind of crap that you don't want to like, I'm nervous to mess with. I don't want to get electrocuted. Yeah. I don't want to call start a fire or whatever. I guess BB's not as scared as I am. She's down there fiddling with it. So, like, wow, this is uh, whatever. Then this little piece of metal comes out. She's like, oh, maybe that was the problem. I'm like, I doubt that was the problem because that I don't think a little piece of metal just magically, whatever. The next day, when we finally do plug it in and flip the breaker, sparks start flying. So I'm just like, all right, this is done. Like, we're done here. Luckily, I had um, this sort of power block that has enough juice to, like, jumpstart the battery. We were having battery issues yeah. with the RV, so my brother actually gave me this for Christmas a couple years ago or last year or whatever it was. And so I had that, and then I also had a little one that can inflate tires that also is has a charge that you can draw from. So between those two, we were still able to power, like, I was able to power my little interface board and we were able to power the our hotspot to do the internet on the inverter. So we were still able to work even without actual shore power, which is when you're plugged in, uh, when the RV is plugged in. So that's how we had to do the last two days on the road because we didn't want to start a fire with our bad breaker box. So I still got that to try and figure out. I got a buddy that's an electrician, so maybe he can help out. We just got back, and so I haven't tried to tackle that quite yet. Yeah, I mean, that's always fun. And, and I mean, it, it, it's one of those when you, you smell it, and in, in your case, see sparks, you're like, this could either be really expensive or it's just well, something the, real stupid. Well, thankfully, the sparks, we were, like, I was right there ready. We already knew there was an issue. The issue got worse, clearly, but because there weren't sparks or anything <laughs> so apparently before. apparently it wasn't that just, piece of metal. Yeah, that piece of metal should probably have been in there, obviously. But yeah, I mean, it got to the point where, you know, it was tripping if the AC was on. Actually, it even tripped one time when I cut the AC off. I'm not too sure what that means. We have this pressure cooker air fryer ninja thing that uses a lot of volts or amps or whatever. I don't know. I'm not an electrician, clearly. We were cooking with that. That made it trip sometimes after it's been on for a while. So I don't know what the deal is, but we need to figure it out because it's not good. Based on no expertise. Not an electrician. I just kind of get in there and fiddle around myself, and and I have done this before. It sounds like a capacitor is blown. So the flux capacitor? No, just an actual capacitor. It, it, it regulates the the I believe voltage going towards your electric system. I had to replace one in our home HVAC. Yeah, they told me I needed a whole home replacement, and then I look at the capacitor, and I'm like, oh, that's that's blown out. That's why it's. Everything is cutting off when it turns on. Well, I appreciate again, your expertise. I have no expertise. If you want to come over to the so, RV uh, and find my capacitor and let's have a look yeah, at it. I, I think you should let an actual electrician do it. Yeah, I probably should. But I, I know for one thing, I need to replace the breakers because they're kind of melty. So I figured <laughs> I could at least start there. At least there wasn't a fire. No fire. Thank goodness. Knock on wood. But we need to get that up to snuff because I'm. The plan is to take the RV to uh, louder than life. But 
we're not going to have power. So honestly, we might not even need to have this thing fixed before Louder Than Life because we're not even going to have power there anyways. So, but it would be nice to have it fixed in case we yeah. wanted to fire up the generator, I guess, or 100%. something or whatever. But either way, so that was our biggest issue with the RV on this trip. We also had the water pump conk out on us. That was user error. We had it on apparently when using shore water and you don't want that. And it was trying to pump an empty tank of water. So God knows how long that was happening. And then it was just done for. So you said water pump. I was thinking like the coolant in the engine and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Thank goodness. Yeah. The engine, I mean, all that knock on wood as well has been. How many miles does the RV have on it at this point? I think around 49, 50, basically like 50,000. So yeah, actually I did do the math. I think I put it in the post. We did about 3,500 miles on this trip when you add up the RV and the CRV. So like the actual trip of taking it around and then gallivanting in the CRV, we put about 3,500 miles is the coverage that we did. 3,500 miles, what was it? 12 states, something like that. And if I had to guess, pulling this number Right out of the old ass, I'm gonna say 35 breweries. Countless. That, that could be that could be way high. That could be way low. No, probably way high. I have no idea. But we went to a good amount of breweries. I mean, that was the other thing. It sounds like she was working all the time. So, how many breweries did she hit versus you? Well, she didn't go to any without me. I might have hit. Actually, I can only think. I feel like it was probably only, oh, I guess, Al, oh, she did come to Allagash eventually. I don't know. I might have went to a couple without her, but uh, it was for work. So I was working too. <laughs> Market research. Yeah. hundred percent. Without question. In fact, that should be a write-off. You're right. Remember that around tax to, time. I need to keep those receipts. Those cans don't really do it justice anymore <laughs> now that I've learned. <laughs> ah, damn cans. Drives me it's crazy. It's so upsetting. Yeah. That's a callback to the fact that. I had all these damn cans that I was going to try and redeem up in the, one of those states, but apparently they can't be redeemed crushed. So FYI, if you're trying to pull that scheme and bring a lot of cans from out of state, they don't take them crushed, at least not in, in the New England area. In the in California, they're cool with it. But but then getting to California, that's a whole adventure. I, I've stopped crushing my recycling cans, I've learned. Well, no, I still crush them. Well, around I, here, it doesn't matter. You're just recycling. If I want to go to uh, Vermont and get... Are, so you're saving them? You're, you're saving your cans now? No. No. The wife wouldn't allow no, that. that. Think about how much room that takes. If it's not even crushed. I mean, it was taking up a lot of space, even all these cans being crushed. Then they're going to be yeah, five I, times the size, I at least. I can't even imagine. Mm. We digress. We're drinking beer from Foundation Brewing. Out of Maine, Portland, Maine. The other thing we did after drinking there was then we went to finally get some good lobster rolls. <sighs> what was the name of this place? It was called High Roller in downtown Portland, I guess. And it was a weird, it was kind of a weird little vibe. Thankfully, we had just left here. So there was a wait. So we just waited in the car and I was just drinking some foundation beer. And then we went in. I was pleasantly surprised. They had a great craft beer selection as well. And the food was pretty cool. Lobster tail on a stick, like a corn dog. That was good. And just a bunch of, did like a variety of lobster roll. They had whoopie pies for dessert. And what is it called when it's like a brownie and a cookie? Uh, like a, there's like a hybrid. Brookie? I think it was a brookie. Yes. 
Got one of those. That was good. It was a good day. No, I, I, I remember seeing pictures of the uh, different seafood offerings mm. on, on social media and being very, very jealous. I, you know, I love seafood. I, I've never had a lobster roll to this day. Dude, that's the way to eat it. Because I, I don't really, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't guess like the work of like, I love a Chesapeake crack... blue crab, but like if someone else could just go ahead and do this for me. That's the thing. Better. And not only that, but I've never eaten just a straight up lobster or crabs or whatever. So I would need some guidance and I didn't have anybody there to give me guidance. Lobster rolls is the way to go. Every time Delicious. We, every time we go to the beach with the uh, in-laws, we do like a soft shell or not soft shell, a uh, blue crab night. And uh, I just hate it. I mean, I got to do all this work myself. I guess I get it. This year I lucked out. Because I was inside with the uh, with the two toddlers who aren't going to appreciate that. And I come out and the wife had gotten me a nice little bowl of all the meat. And it's like, great, I have to do none of the work. I can just throw this in the butter, <laughs> throw this in the apple cider vinegar, throw it in my mouth. Done. Awesome. So that's the way to do it is find someone who's willing to like do the work for that you. Pre- that, yeah. I mean. Because I just want to eat it. Well, and certainly some people like that, pro- you know, like the process of it and everything. That's, Shrimp's about the limit for me. Like, even a, That's even a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't like, have to work for your food. If I can't, if if I'm worried about the beer slipping out of my hands while I'm eating this, too it's much a effort. Too much effort. All right. Yeah. So yeah, Maine. A lot of good seafood. A lot of good beer. There's no doubt about it. Foundation was one of the ones that stood out to me. Do you concur with my assessment, or was your bad labeled Smoketown beer from? Uh, from Maryland, even tastier. You gave it a five, so it's hard yeah. to go up from there and, on know, the untapped scale. Kinda, we kind of talked about it during the break. I, I was possibly a little eager to give a five. But if you listen to what I said, the label bumped it up a half a point, so it only got a 4.5. So I'm cool with this. Beer straight out of the gate here. This does get a five. Um, the label, though... Are you hate? Are you gonna a finally little, hate on a, a label? A, a little uh, insensitive here with the uh, dragon and the Japanese cherry blossoms. Why so. is that insensitive? They're pay. Uh, this could be. What if that's it's like riding a stereotype way too much? Well, what if so that's like we're gonna take it down what to if a that's four s- seven five? What if that's straight from Marie whatever, Kondo? Whatever her website or books. What if they look just like that? You know, and it's paying the full homage to her. I mean, they never once, other than Sparks Joy, reference Marie Kondo on here. So the fact that I know it and they know it maybe does, in fact, mean that they're actually fans and not trying to mock it. But with cancel culture being the way it is, I could see this becoming... Nate is canceling out. your label, Foundation. I love the label. I, I, I think just, it's great. I, I, I like the name. I like the beer. Because I, 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 no, I didn't know any of this. I, it never occurred to me. I did know that that was a thing. Because my my sister always would say, "Does it bring you joy? If not, then get rid of it." Like that's that whole mantra, I guess, of pitching and decluttering or whatever. I guess uh, it's delicious. I mean, it's a good rule of thumb. All joking aside, it it is a well painted dragon. Like these uh, blo- cherry blossoms, it's a five. There you go. It's a and five. It's an out and out five. The beer itself. The Galacticon, I was even thinking, man, this doesn't taste as good as I remember. Maybe it's because it's been... It's because Huck's it's not been, here. It's been sitting for a while. It's been through a few states. It's still damn delicious. I know I've given this a five almost probably multiple times. Yes, it, it made it through even all of the Sparks 
sparks not joy, but I don't. It doesn't. It, it's it's a great beer. Nine point two percent. It really is good. I feel like I'm maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm picking up. Is that also a dipper? What was the style on that? It's one? a triple. It's a triple. Triple IPA, which I love, but I, I feel like there might be a hint of lactose that I never picked up on before. Looking or maybe at it's it, just. I think it's there. Yeah, I think it is there. It's a four seven five. Still, very I guarantee solid. you, I gave this a five when I first had it. But what do you think? And maybe of the label? even since bonus then. quarter point. Okay, you could probably, if you want a rational at that, that is pretty sweet because that looks like straight up. That's I didn't some, even talk about the label. You like this label too? Stuff. Some transformer reference, and it's got the uh, the hops right there on the top. If you're all watching on the Facebook Live or the YouTube, it is a damn good label. Okay, you're right. It's a five. It's a five. Let's be honest. All right, that's a wrap on Brewers Day Tuesday. I think, I mean, I do still have some some beers from the trip, although I don't know. We might have a guest next week. We still haven't ironed that out. I don't know. We need to figure things out. Gotta that might get calls. bumped to the week after. Yeah, I got to figure, gotta, you know, we got we to gotta, we gotta figure some stuff out, but we should at least be having a guest soon, I do believe, on the show. We will see about that. That's a wrap. Uh, we will be back tomorrow hooking you up. We got lots of tickets to give away this week. You're doing the Ace Freely. It's very busy again. Last minute, I got the uh, Party Gras, Brett Michaels. And Warrant. And Warrant. Yeah, that's not overlook Warrant. And then, of course, uh, Pumpkins. Can't go wrong with that. We'll do that at 420 tomorrow. Countdown to kick off in full swing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got you covered. We don't need a full thing. All right. So, yes, there's a lot. We'll be back tomorrow doing all of that and more. That's it for us, though. JT's coming up next. He'll keep the tunes going for you right here on 105.3 The Bear. I'll see you.